Back in the studio, first time for 2019. Why are we so sad today? Yeah, this is it's the first day of the new semester. All right, all right. But let, let's let's make John sad. John, your Philadelphia Eagles. They right. lost. They lost to the Saints. They had payback on their mind. They did not receive it. But let me ask you guys this: Despite losing to the Saints, was this a season a success for the Philadelphia Eagles? Drew, mm-hmm. we'll start with you. I think it was a really kind of like swervy season in the way that this team kind of went on life support and then Dr. Nick Foles came over and and took those like electric uh, slammers, whatever you want to call them, and just kind of injected life into this team. But overall, I'd say it's a success because I'd say that this season is about where everybody marked the Eagles, who was a fan. I didn't hear a lot of fans screaming, we're going to win a second one or we're going to have a terrible season. I heard a lot of fans saying, we're going to go, I could see division or conference playoffs and then we're losing to a team that's probably more proficient on the offensive or defensive side, and that's kind of what happened. It kind of just ended up that despite all the crazy things that happened to the Eagles from you know the recent double doink to, to the up and down of, the, of this team winning one week, losing the next, and then having Carson Wentz out again, you kind of had this team just end up exactly where everyone expected them to, losing to a better team but kind of fighting it out and being a contender in the NFC. So, so I thought it was a success. It's a successful season. Chris? Look, I, I would say it was a success. I mean, Drew hit said it right. You know, not a lot of Eagles fans n- thought they would repeat. That's such a hard thing to do. Um, but look, you got to look at what happened middle of the season. You lost so many guys on on offense or defense. Mike Wallace, you lost Carson Wentz middle through the season. I mean, you lost most of your secondary. And you know what? They still made the playoffs. And a lot uh, after that Dallas game, after that Dallas collapse, I was I wrote the book on them. I said there is no way they're going to go in and beat the Rams on Sunday Night Football. There's no way they're going to beat Houston. Yeah, they could beat Washington, but that's not going to help them. And you know what? They proved me wrong, and I think I proved a lot, they proved a lot of Eagles fans wrong too. So if I was an Eagles fan, I, I know it's upsetting that you felt that championship in your grasp last year. You felt it. You want to relive that feeling again. But realist, realistically, that's so hard to do, repeating. And you should just look at the fact as an Eagles fan that we really made the playoffs again. Second year in a row we made the playoffs. And we're only going to get better with, with, with a healthy defense and Carson Wentz getting healthy too. <sighs> So was this season a success for the Philadelphia Eagles? I would say no. Because a successful season, only one team at the end of the year can say to themselves that it was a one it was a successful season. You gotta be this guy. I gotta be this guy. You gotta be this guy, yeah. right? Uh. I know, I do. Because listen, I really do believe in the saying by Ricky Bobby. If you're not first, you're last. I know it's like a, a joke to a lot of people, but I really do believe it. And as an Eagles fan, I wouldn't consider it a success, but I am proud of this team. That there is a difference, and this team went through so much from being four and six. This team was four and six heading into the Giants game, and they were down nineteen to three at halftime against the Giants. At that point, I said to myself, "They are done. They are not going to the playoffs." Mm-hmm. But they came all the way back, finished the season nine and seven, beat the Bears, beat the Texans, beat the Rams, three legitimate playoff teams. That is great, and. They almost beat the Saints. If it wasn't for Alshon Jeffrey, who I do not blame, even though he made the play that cost the Eagles the game, I I praised Alshon Jeffrey. But if they're just one play away, basically, from beating the Saints and being the NFC Championship. So as a fan base, I think all we could ask for is our teams to not give up and to show strength and show effort when most people wouldn't. And – the Philadelphia Eagles did that. They fought all the way till the end, and I appreciate that. 
as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, but was the season a success? Hell no. Mm-hmm. So it, it's Super Bowl or bust for success for any team, you think? Ab- absolutely. That's because that's the ultimate goal, isn't it? All right, so then our next question is, was the Cowboys season a success? And you're already going to say it was not a su- success then. No, it's not a success. But what would you have to say about this season? Do you think that the Cowboys overperformed or underperformed what they were supposed to this season, according to their talent level? According to their talent level, they underperformed. Because I think the Dallas Cowboys are supremely talented. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott, a top three running back in the league. Dak Prescott, average quarterback, but talent around him is really good. The offensive line, probably second to none when everyone is healthy. When everyone is healthy. Yes. That, that was an extreme but, but question. That, exactly. But, that's, but you asked me for their talent level. Mm-hmm. So at the but beginning. I, at the but beginning I'm saying the throughout season. the season. Throughout the, the season, season, though. This okay, season. so for what they've gone through, you're saying? Yeah. yeah. I would say <sighs> they surprised some people. So I guess you could be proud. If I was a Cowboys fan, I'd be proud about winning or getting as far as they did. Mm-hmm. And But as like an outside fan perspective, I think they should – I thought they underperformed. Hmm. Just because their team is extremely talented. And so here's why I don't like guys like you who say, you know, a season is based on a success because, like, a super, it's Super Bowl or bust pretty much for guys like you. Like, every yes. single season I'm going for the Super Bowl. For me, this season was a success for the Dallas Cowboys, not because, you know, you know we won a game in the playoffs or, you know, Dak played really well in certain moments or, you know, we, we, we found out that Zeke, you know, wasn't thrown off by the suspension, yada, yada, yada. I thought it was great to shed the old identity of this football team and bring in a new life to this football program. Prior to this, last year, uh, you know, you still had Dez, you still had Witten, you still had that stench of the old team, of the old style team with Romo and kind of the struggles they went through. And, and you know, you had the the, the Elliott suspension and, and you had a lot of suspensions on your D-line. You know, Randy Gregory is out the whole year. This season came out nearly full strength defense. You, you found that, you know, another first round pick really landed gold. This season's Dallas Cowboys defense, there's only one guy who's played a snap for any other team besides the Dallas Cowboys, and that's Antoine Woods. Antoine Woods has played, I I think, minimal snaps on, uh, I forget what other team is. But this is a homegrown defense. And so we've reverted our identity from this throw-it-up, Dez and Tony and Witten, you know, and we're going to have a quality O-line, to now a strong defense. And with that Amari Cooper trade, you've got that, that... stability you know you've got that number one weapon who you know is proven in this franchise you you know as a Cowboys fan I'm confident in Dak and what he's doing and at the end of the day bringing back Travis Frederick will be huge having Zach Martin and Tyron Smith hopefully their health comes up I think this is a success and the future is bright for this young team so I can't say just because we lost in the division round again and I got to hear more about this again that it's necessarily a failure because I feel like this is a good building block for this team. Like Chris go and I got to ask you a question about the future. So, I'm going to say I I thought I thought it was pretty much a success because coming into the season I said on the radio, on stadium talk that I thought the the Cowboys would probably be the bottom feeders in the NFC East. I I didn't think they had the talent besides, you know, Zeke to really do much because if you could Coming in, their their offense, their defense, you know, wasn't as flashy as they turned out to be. You know, they they had some names like Sean Lee, and you know that Jalen Smith can break out, but they, they really stepped up on defense. And, and honestly, we're one of the best defenses in football this year, in my opinion. And I think Dak, you know, really, you know, kind of proved haters wrong in some aspects in games. You know, it, mm-hmm. and that really helped them out, I think. And you know, but it, I I was upset about the way they played the other day. 
because as much as I was not on the Dallas Cowboys bandwagon coming into the season, I thought that they had a really, mm-hmm. really good chance of upsetting the Rams Definitely. the other day. And I thought they would beat them. I thought I thought their defense was better than them. I thought the offensive line was better than them. And I thought Dak could be a little bit smarter than Jared Goff was. And it wasn't like Dak made any mistakes in that game. But it was just that the Rams' defense showed up for the, one of the first times all year, and they held and, Zeke to under 100 yards. And minimal Dak runs. They did not utilize yeah. Dak nearly enough at all in the running game. When a- Zeke was really bottled up. Absolutely. frustrating. Absolutely. But if I'm a Cowboys fan, the way this season looked like it was going in the first couple weeks, just like the Eagles season was midway, I, I think it's a success because now – you know, it really kind of quiets the, oh, should Dak Prescott be your quarterback? You know, no, I, I think you got to give Dak some more time. He, mm-hmm. he really earned himself that this year. And you know what? They were treading in the right direction. They, they, they won big games against the Eagles. You know, they, they won their one playoff game. You know, it was only one playoff game, but they won it. And they beat a tough Seattle team who who's really good on the road. Mm-hmm. So you got to you got to look at the the wins and the losses. So that's why, like you, I don't agree with John. It's a Super Bowl or bust. I think there's always growing and stepping stones to always get better off of it. And look, well, this was a good. This was our goal this year. We reached this next year. Let's make this our goal. I think to determine if it's a uh, successful season, it comes away from expectations. And my team just came off a Super Bowl, so that's why I don't consider it that's a successful fair. season because my team. Didn't go to the Super Bowl, and I think that it has to go with like prime. It's like the, exactly. the window. The window is closing more for the Philadelphia Eagles, so a Super Bowl is more of the higher. The it, higher exactly. Season. And uh, Drew, you said that the future is bright for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I would have to disagree with you, just because of the coaching. Now, Dak Prescott and Jason Garrett, they have the the uh, Jerry Jones in the company by the you know what? Yeah, the approval. Yes. No, no, no by the cojones, because in, when it comes to leverage and the oh, contract, yeah. they have to resign them now. And if I'm a Cowboys fan, I am pissed that Jason Garrett's going to return, Scott Lenahan's going to return. I'm okay with Dak, Dak Prescott returning, but the coaching staff, they're going to keep their job. Yeah. And that would piss me off if I'm a Cowboys fan. You know, throughout this winning streak, that was the th- little thing that was ringing in the back of my head is the more we win, the more we go, the farther we go, the more credence goes to this offensive staff, which I have trashed throughout this season. Yes. And I, I stay consistent with that because I feel like in a lot of moments – they fall short, and I feel like if Jerry Jones is more ambitious, he could go out and find someone. I don't like Garrett at this position. I don't like Linehan at this position, but you're right. We're kind of in a trapped area, and I suppose I would take a successful season, and I would just bet on the talent I have because you're right. We are supremely talented and oftentimes held back by injuries or by coaching staffs, but I'm confident that they can find out how to utilize this talent and really, you know, diversify their playbook. And I just have to have faith in Jason Garrett and Scott Linehan in this offseason because I know Jerry Jones isn't going to take action. But do you have faith? That's the question. Do you have faith? Yes. You do? Yeah. No, I... I really? I, You've I'm been bashing gonna, this I'm gonna, entire stat the I'm, entire year. I'm going to sit in at least Jason Garrett's corner as far as, you know, this season was a complete flip. And he found out how to utilize Amari Cooper, and we found out that Dak got better and better throughout the season and more and more efficient. I'm going to bank on the fact that he improved this season and that next year if they're able to retain Cooper and retain most of their assets and be healthier, that they can utilize this offense better. So I'm not panicking, but I, that is a thought in the back of my head that you know if we took the L this season, we could get a new coach. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. I'm happy as an Eagles fan that now Dak Prescott and Jason Garrett are going to return. But Just, they won. They, they beat you in the division they this did. year. But, that, but you know what, though? It's because they're motivated for money. I think once they get their nice extensions, they're going to get fat. 
They're <laughs> going to be okay. Really? They're, gonna, they're not going to feel the pressure. You don't think this team's hungry? I don't think this is this team is hungry. Dak Prescott is a hungry man. He's Zeke's always man. hungry. Zeke, 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 Zeke is going to hold out this offseason. You watch. He's going to hold out. Oh. All right. No way. Let's, let's move on. Next guy. Surprise performance of the weekend. Who do you guys have? I, I have a big player on mine. I hope none of you guys take him. Uh, you know, I really wanted to think about I, – I wanted to go through it and be like, oh, like there was this little guy that like, you know, like like a Craven LeBlanc, like, you know, that good way to step up. Um, but I got to go with Tom Brady because I feel like at the end of the day, this is a point that this weekend was a big time kind of like a, a betting a betting weekend I felt. I felt that it was big time, you know. Bet on the Chargers. You know, they're the second-best team in the AFC by record. They're a quality team. Brady came out, and he proved again his dominance. Uh, what is this, eighth straight AFC yes. championship game yes. now? 13 yeah. and 17 years Last team not or to make him go to the AFC championship like game, that. that was the Jets. And and, and that, just shows how far, that just, just shows how far them, from yeah. light we really are, exactly. right? Just had to throw that out there. <laughs> With Mark the Sanchez, Mark Sanchez and, Rex and Rex Ryan, Ryan yeah. to throw. Can't wait! Oh, oh man. But I have to give it. To TB12 because it's just another example of him when every single light is pointed on him, disproving everyone. And you know that the storyline all season would have been him and how old he is and, and the Brady-Belichick drama per usual. Silence the doubters. I got to give that big performance to him this weekend. All right, Drew. That is terrible choice that, by that's you. A terrible choice because guess what? Tom Brady's middle name now is Dink and Dunk. Because that's all this guy does. <laughs> 7.8 yards per throw. It's, that's terrible. That's, that's not, not a ter- first down. That's not, that's not a first down, though. But he's not. He, but his offense isn't an electrifying because he doesn't have the weapons to do. He doesn't have the weapons. He has that's weapons. He has that's such a B. Listen to this. Guess what? Guess how many catches James White has? Fifteen. Fifteen. For how many receiving Ninety-seven. Yards? That is terrible. You that's have a great. 15. Hold on. You have fifteen catches. You couldn't even eclipse a hundred yards. That is but, terrible. But here's that the just thing. tells you that's two yards off the line. But if he had 15 carries for 97 yards on the run, would that's you be caring. satisfied? That's but carries, see, that's though. The thing. But, but you're upset because it's an untraditional offense because that's no. a different style. Is because the dink and dunk doesn't do it for fans who are greedy. But it works. It's effective. It, it works, but game. anybody could do it, though. That's but what not I'm anybody saying. Anybody can yes. do it. Yes. Otherwise, I, every offense would be doing it, John. Not every offense I, can I, do it. I don't the know why. Listen, no, the, the Patriots could get away with that because Bill Belichick runs that entire organization. And he and he has it to a T. And I have to give it to Tom Brady. You cannot just sit there and say because someone has an offensive game plan, they didn't have a quality game. You know, the no, just because it's seven point eight and it's not nine point five doesn't mean that it's not crazy. You, you get too caught up in the Patrick Mahomes, the guys with the side No, the side it's arms, not that. And it's, all, it's cute and it's fantasy numbers, but it's you have to numbers. give it to the fundamental players. Just like Dak, and we talked about how if he throws for 220 and has one touchdown and no turnovers, that's a quality game. I'm going, that's how his offense works. I'm going at you because you said this was a surprise performance. I, that's, that shouldn't be a surprise performance. That's what they've been doing all year long. Well, no, but Tom Brady hasn't exactly had the uppity year. I wouldn't say he's okay, not averaging right. 343. But he's still, if you look at his stats, it's it's still a pretty good year. It's not a Tom Brady but excellent a pretty, year. It's not a Tom year. But it's not a Tom Brady. No, no, no. His, his stats for the year are pretty good. If any other quarterback in the league had that, but, right, we'd but be we, like, damn, that's we, pretty good. But we measure it with Tom Brady, right? Exactly. It's not up to Tom Brady standards. But I'm just saying Tom Brady is not the Tom Brady of Listen, all. Man, and for I, people to continue to say that, that Tom Brady's still Tom Brady, that is BS to its core. I don't know. He's in the his uh, eighth straight AFC championship game. So. Okay, that's fine. But I'm saying Tom What's Brady, the talent. Tom Brady, the player. He is not Tom Brady of okay, he's not. He's not in his prime. Okay, but that's fine. No, I understand that. But he's still that. a top right, five good. quarterback. But there are, no, that's wrong. Anybody who thinks that Tom Brady is a top five quarterback what? right now, no, is wrong. 
You got to be kidding. I think he might. Listen, you have it worse than I do. You think Andrew Luck is better than Patrick Mahomes? <sighs> because he is. Oh my God! Look at that! Look at that! Oh, he, oh my God! We are going to see. Look, I. All I right, dis- surprise performance of the weekend for you, Chris. I disagree that that. That Brady doesn't have weapons because I think he does have a lot of weapons. <laughs> he has Edelman, he has James White, he has Gronk, he has Sony Michelle running for 124 yards and yes. three touchdowns. He has weapons. Josh McDaniels. But Rob you're going to see just one thing about Tom Brady. You're going to see his true color this week in Kansas City because I think Patty Mahomes. The Do you know Rob slugger. Gronkowski's numbers for this year? All right, I, I will say you are wrong about that. About Rob Gronkowski and wrong about uh, Edelman. Tom, no, Tom Brady going to go show his true colors. Now listen, the Chiefs. And the Patriots, not to interrupt you, I apologize. But the Patriots have been preparing for the Chiefs the entire season. For the whole season. And they're about to whop them. Yeah, I I don't know about whopping them, but I think the Chiefs to win. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said I don't know about whopping them, but I think the Chiefs will win in overtime just because the home field advantage. What I mean, true colors, I don't mean Brady's going to absolutely struggle, but I think. Mahomes is going to clearly outperform Tom Brady this this Sunday. Of course he is, because because his team is an all-pro team. He has an all-pro offense. He just lost his star running back, and he still has more weapons than almost anybody else in the— I think he—let's see. Who has, he, he might have the most weapons out of the four teams. It's tough, because we're I, looking at the Rams and the Saints, right? I would take the Giants' weapons over the Chiefs. Odell Beckham, Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard. Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. Okay, are we factoring in Kareem Hunt here? Because let's put it side by side. No, 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 no. That's the thing. Right now, if they had Kareem Hunt, then I would take the Chiefs. But right now, I would take the Giants. But you're looking at primaries, and I'm talking about Travis Kelsey better than Evan Ingram. Oh, absolutely. Tyreek Hill and Odell Beckham. You think he's better than Odell? Not as far as a number, uh, like a one-on-one receiver. But on that team, on that ball club, with guys, well, you got who's better, Sammy Watkins or Sterling Shepard? Sterling Shepard. What? Easily. You got to be kidding. Sammy Watkins looked good the other day. Sammy Watkins looked great. I would take Sterling Shepard eight days a week. You're not watching the Giants games. I had him on my fantasy. I had him on my fantasy team this year. I trust me. I, I watch Sterling Shepard. I like Sterling uh, Shepard a lot. Right. I, I love. What right, he can I'll do. I'll go. I didn't mean to. Sorry. Start Sorry. World War Three over here. That's all right. But my my performance of the week, I'm giving it to C.J. Anderson, baby. Uh, he that's a good one. Twenty three like carries <laughs> to co- to Todd Gurley sixteen. He had 123 yards and two touchdowns on one of the best front sevens in football. This man was cut by Carolina. He was cut by Denver. He didn't even need to get to walk into the facility before he got cut by Oakland. And now there's now he's helping the Rams to the NFC Championship. Now they have their own little two-headed monster going into the NFC Championship game against the Saints, despite of, yeah, maybe he hasn't had been great. The last since Anderson got to start the last week of the season and in the playoffs this week, Anderson has been great. I, I I'm really surprised about how well he's been playing. This is a veteran guy who deserves, you know, th- this spotlight. These stats and these types of games, I think he really performed well. I like that the bowling ball that is C.J. Anderson. It looks like he put on twenty pounds, and but he's faster for some reason. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. But uh, in terms of surprise performance, the weekend for me is the entire Chiefs defense. The Chiefs shut down Drew's favorite quarterback. It seems like Andrew Luck. <laughs> they, the Colts were the best team in the NFL when it came to third down. They went zero for nine against the Chiefs that day. That is unbelievable. And the Chiefs defense, we all know, they're not as good. As they used to be. And Bob Sutton, he's one of the most overrated defensive coordinators in the entire NFL. And I thought he came in with a great game plan to shut down Andrew Luck, which was a, probably the like the hottest team in the entire NFL. And so, for me, the most surprising performance goes to the Kansas City Chiefs defense. All right. Well, 
let's stop giving people some pats on the backs right now and and, and talk about the let's crush some people disappointing mm-hmm. performances of this week because as many good performances there were there were quite of disappointing ones Drew. Yeah, I got to go with uh, this one because I don't think many other people are going to. I'm going to go with Alshon Jeffrey, and here's why: is because Alshon Jeffrey, to me, for you the longest, son of a gun. for the longest time, has has looked like to me a, an old cowboy friend of mine, Des Bryant. He's got the long arms, he's got the <laughs> physical body, and he's been in and he's been in more experience. And, and Alshon, you know, arguably one of the top offensive options for a, a Super Bowl winning team. And, you know, it's kind of a debate between is he, like, a legitimate number one? Is he really up there with some of the best in the league? And, and I think his his performance was quality on Sunday, but I think that that final catch is an example of him not being that, that guy. You know, not being that Julio Jones-type level player. Oh, he's player. not Julio Jones. I, I know yeah. he isn't, but mm-hmm. I'm saying right now that Alshon Jeffrey at times has shown that he has those capabilities. As a guy who's been a number one receiver on a, on a title team, I, I think that you get that credence. But looking at that through the hands, you know, I even felt bad as a Cowboys fan, and, and that's just. I be appreciate dis- that, that's, buddy. Yeah, and that's disappointing to me. But but I'm totally with everybody else who's like, you know, Alshon, we're with you. I, I wouldn't, as an Eagles fan, you know, bash him for that. But no, I think he it's does a not deserve to be bashed. No, if anything, Alshon deserves to be praised. He had because broken ribs. He had broken yeah. ribs. The in- yeah, the entire game, broken ribs. And last year, he played on a torn rotator cuff the entire season, and the performance in the, that he displayed in the entire postseason last year. Was unbelievable. Yeah. So he does. He deserves a mess up. If we I, I some think wiggle so. room, I think so. But th- my disappointment is because I see I wanted him to. You know, I want to him to elevate that more. Yeah. yeah I, I understand. All right. If I may, Chris, can I, I can I go before you? Absolutely. All right. My disappointing performance. I'm surprised Drew didn't go with this, and I think he knows who I'm going to go with is Ezekiel Elliott because I thought I picked the Cowboys to win the, against the Rams, and a big factor was. Ezekiel Elliott, because that run defense, for as yeah. good of players as the Rams have, they were ranked as one of the worst run defenses in the entire NFL. I thought Zeke was backwards. just going to eat and eat and eat. He said, "Oh, it's postseason. We got to eat with two spoons." He came with Chick Fil A. He didn't even eat with. He didn't even eat with one spoon that day. Because listen to this: his stats: twenty carries, forty-seven yards, and one touchdown, but two point three yards per carry. That is how horrendous. many receiving yards did he have? All right, hold total on, hold scrimmage on, hold yards that he have. Hold on. But his longest run was 15 yards. It's it's solid. But, all right, let's look at his catches, right? He had two catches for 19 yards. Really? I thought he That's had, it. I, yes. I thought he had a bigger So, he didn't, yeah, he didn't do anything. Uh, and I, it's playoff time, and he wants a new money? Uh-uh. Zeke, you do not deserve that money now because, listen, yes, you do well in the regular season, but postseason time, you came up short against a defense that does struggle against the run. Terrible performance by him, and that that's probably the reason why the Cowboys lost. I got to chalk it up to, to the line. I think that the Rams just won the battle at the line. I think that yes, the, you could say that. I, I would I would prefer I agree that. with that. And I think that the coaching kind of put Zeke in a corner. Wait, remember coaching the, side from the Cowboys? Or? Yeah, remember oh. remember uh, you go to the fourth and one where he gets stuck. Yes, in that he got hole. stuck big time. I, yes. I believe that that was the wrong play call because they were running so pass heavily. And they were losing the line of scrimmage every time on a, on the run, but Dak was having time. I don't think they integrated Dak enough. That's why I wouldn't give it to Zeke. I was so close to giving it to actually Connor Williams and the Cowboys line mm. because I expected them to step up more against such like a, a star-studded Rams team. I thought that the Cowboys line would be kind of tired of hearing about Aaron Donald and would shut him up, but but they didn't. But they didn't. Aaron Donald shut them up. Yeah. So I put them. I put it less on Zeke than the line personally. Okay. All right. Let's move on. M- oh, I'm just, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. What was yours? I always do this to you, Chris. I know. I, know, I apologize. You get so excited. You, I get so excited. You steal yes. my thunder. I apologize. I'm giving my disappointment to 
Andrew Unlucky and the one and old the one and one Colts. Did you see that they made a one and O shirt? The Colts. They had a one and O shirt after they beat the Texans. They had a banner, <laughs> a freaking banner hanging outside of the stadium that said one and O after the Colts game. That was the sign the Colts were gonna blow them out. And guess what? They did. Andrew Luck, oh my, he looked terrible. I thought that game was gonna be a shootout. I bet the over in that game. I was kicking my chair. I was yelling because that game was not as I expected to be. Only one quarterback showed up that day. That's true. And it's Drew's favorite quarterback, Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. He showed up. He outperformed Andrew Luck, who only had 203 yards and one touchdown, a garbage time touchdown. I don't know if his little fingers were cold in the arrowheads, cold weather out there, but he couldn't throw. He did not look like Andrew Luck that we saw this season. He looked like Andrew Luck pre-surgery on his shoulder. He did not look good at all. That was one of the worst performances I've seen Andrew Luck play all year. In one of the biggest games, not only this season, but of his career, he did not show up. How about this? The Chargers, I, I, I wanted to pick the Chargers as my as a team. That was the most disappointing. But the Chargers did not show up that day, just to add that. Wouldn't you agree? I had the Chargers playing or winning that game. No, I agree. They, they didn't show They up. completely crapped the bed. Yeah. But let's let's move on. To, here is a question that I've already heard a hundred times today. Probably the most dragged out question: Are the Phillies going to sign Machado or Harper or both? I, I'm just so sick of this debate. I just I, I just I just hope they sign him already. You're sick of this debate. Baseball free agency has to be the least interesting thing I've Absolutely. ever. Absolutely, I and completely I tr- agree. I tried so hard to be like, oh my gosh, what's going? on? I don't care. It's like after a meeting. The Phillies are favorable to sign. Well, I don't cheese care. I don't care anymore. Okay, NBA free agency, July first. I'm there. I'm at my computer. I'm on. Yes. I'm on every day. I'm checking. I'm like, what deal did this dude get? This team is getting wrecked out. I can't wait to play with these these guys in 2K on this team. Yes, MLB, dude. Oh, I'm so bored. I'm so bored, Chris. You asked me this question two months ago, and we still are saying the same thing. I, agree. I think so, or I don't think so. It takes four months to sign a pro oh or to sign a free agent. Uh, who in the cares? MLB. Dude, the NFL. The second it hits four o'clock Eastern, bam! There's like twenty free agent yeah. signings. I love that. I love it, dude. The the MLB. The reason why they suck right now is just because their scheduling is so off. Like, their their World Series is played during the NFL season. If they were smart. They would do it at the beginning of the NFL season, not mm-hmm. when, not in the middle of it. Yeah, when people are actually interested Invested, in the, yeah, yes. and playoffs are starting to form. Exactly. That's oh. why the MLB is just so dumb. It's it's way too long of a season. It takes too long to do anything. It takes too long to even deliver a pitch. It's the slowest thing ever. I'd rather yeah. watch paint dry on a Saturday. <laughs> it's it's terrible. But are the Phillies going to get Manny Machado and Bryce and slash or Bryce Harper? Drew, what do you think? Uh, I think they'll get one of the two. Who? Uh, Bryce. Bryce. I think that Bryce is the, the header. Chris, who do you think? And slash or. Manny Machado, Bryce Harper. I want to say I, I don't want to say they're gonna get Harper because I've been denying it. I've been denying okay. it. I've so been denying you're it. You're gonna but, go with Machado. But you know what? It, it it really seems like unless there's a mystery team who I don't know why the Dodgers, you know, are just sitting on their couch right now, just not making a run for him after they traded, you know, they traded Matt Kemp and they traded um, Yasiel Puig. Yasiel Puig. To make room, I thought, that's it. He's going there. He's going to L.A. He deserves to be there. And they haven't even made moves yet. There's Nothing. teams like the Cubs who I thought, you know, they're always a sneaky team. Right now, it doesn't seem like anybody wants to pay this money. And that's you know fine. what happens when no one wants to pay this money? You're right. This is how stupid baseball is getting sometimes. Yes. This The Phillies are going to sign Bryce Harper. They're not going to sign Machado. And guess what? They are not going to even make the playoffs. Because you know why? Bryce Harper can't pitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Bryce Harper can't pitch. I understand that. So put all this off and give this guy $300 million. Guess what? 
They're not a playoff team right well, now. It's not, anyway. but it's not about making the playoffs right now. It's about putting butts in those seats. Exactly. And if they're not going to make the playoffs, then there's not going to be any butts in the seats. There are barely any butts in the seats this season. That's when fine. They, just want, they, they need to make money for the regular season. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's the downfall. That's what the Phillies are aiming to do right now. But so who who'd you go with? I'm gonna go. I, I I'm gonna say the Phillies sign probably Harper, and I think Machado goes either to the surprise team, who I feel like might be the Chicago Cubs, mm. or he signs to the to the White Sox. I don't huh. think they're going to get both of them. I think it's stupid if they try to get both of them. Don't get greedy. Shift your attention to one of these guys because guess what? You get too many cookie hands in the cookie jar, you might come out with no cookies. But oh, if you're, that's a little, a nice one. if you're a little patient, you might get one cookie. So put your attention towards one of those guys. Obviously, Bryce Harper, the better player. Okay. All right. I think they're. I, I agree with you guys. I think they're going to get Bryce Harper. Uh, Manny Machado, I think he signs with the Chicago White Sox. And uh, I'm surprised that anybody would even consider the White Sox. Because Dude, nobody they're, goes they're to young. watch White Sox. They're team. young, and they have a lot of money. <sighs> nah, that doesn't mean anything. Yes, it does. Plus, plus, Chica- plus, Chicago as a city is one of the worst. But that's the reason why it's going to go cities. there, because they have the, the pizza money. pizza is terrible. They have, they have terrible pizza. Straight have, from the Italian himself. <laughs> <laughs> they have the money to give him to build around So him. do the Phillies, though. But it's all right. Whatever. Right. I'm answering the question. Right. Bryce Harper. I think it's a done deal. He's going to the Phillies. Manny Machado, we've yet to see. The mystery, the mystery team, that's just... Shout out to Connor Sherwood. He's right. It's a. It's just the agents. No, I'm telling you, the, the Cubs are, are the mystery third team. team in. The Cubs are the mystery team in Machado. Okay, we'll see about that. But all right, new segment. New segment. Drew's state, take. Stu- Chris's take. St- John's take. It's called State Your Take. Okay, I like that. State Your Take. We just came up with it. That's nice. All right, sweet. Chris or not Chris? Drew. I always mix you guys up every episode. We look. We look so alike. You guys look yeah. so alike. Beard, no beard. But anyway. Drew, what's your take for this week? All right, so my take, I guess, um, is is kind of more of an attack on Chris. A few weeks, or at least a few months back, uh, Chris proposed that Patrick Mahomes potentially could be the next goat of football, the next you know Tom Brady, and I think that's ridiculous. Oh, I think man, that okay. Patrick Mahomes, the hype, the 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 train around him, and he's a good quarterback. I and and I hate when people try to twist my words and say, "Are you saying Patrick Mahomes?" No, Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback, definitely top ten in this league for sure. But he's not GOAT status, and you're getting caught up in the fact that he's got a dynamic offense, a fantastic play caller, and frankly, a a team that last season did just fine with Alex Smith. They did better with Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes is better than Alex Smith, but Patrick Mahomes is not better than Andrew Luck. And Andrew Luck is sitting there on a wing and a prayer with Eric Ebron clinging to his ankle and T.Y. Hilton running streaks down the field, and Andrew Luck is managing to succeed, dude. Here's the problem, right? You're looking at Andrew Luck and Patrick Mahomes and saying, clearly, Mahomes is better. Look how electrifying and and dominant. Look at the weapons for both teams. Look at the defenses for both teams. Just Mm -hmm. look at the rosters and tell me right now. The Colts overperformed, in my opinion, this season. Look at how the Colts played with Andrew Luck and that shoulder, 1-5. Remember the Colts team that the Eagles beat the beginning of the season that had to put in Jacoby Brissett because Luck, play. Luck yes. couldn't throw a Hail Mary down the field? Yep. Andrew Luck is the reason this team wins games. Absolutely. I, I, and pa- I don't think Patrick Mahomes is the reason the Chiefs win games. I think if you put in an average quarterback in the Chiefs, they're not quite as good as they are with Patrick Mahomes, but they're still a playoff team and they're still a contender because of the weapons they have, because of their coaching. And that's where you can't get caught up in the hype because quarterbacks benefit, just like Dak Prescott in his rookie year, quarterbacks benefit off the weapons around them. And people need to see that in Patrick Mahomes and not just get caught up in the hype. It, so- it sounds like you have Andrew Luck as your MVP rather than Patrick Mahomes, too. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> wow, that's Ugh. unbelievable. Because 
let me tell you something. Andrew Luck did not make the Pro Bowl either. Well, that doesn't Isn't that matter. Crazy? The Pro Bowl doesn't. That's the crazy, Pro Bowl though. doesn't mean anything. I know the Pro Bowl doesn't mean anything, but imagine having an MVP and didn't even make the Pro Bowl. That's unbelievable. Well, I think the Pro, the Pro Bowl is so bad. It's so unimportant. It's in, so in stupid now. It's all pro and MVPs, all that stuff. That's what matters. Not stupid Pro Bowls. You mind if I go, go first? Go 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 go. <laughs> I think Drew might be a little jealous that his team. This is we, just we, thing, we, Patrick we, Mahomes. We we alluded to this before. Yeah. But 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 Drew. I, I look. I get. I get what you're saying. I just don't think you I, understand like no, no, rosters. Look, look, I understand. But the thing is, you could put an average quarterback on there, but he's not going to make Tyreek Hill as good as Patrick Mahomes is making it. He's not going to make Travis Kelsey as good as Patrick Mahomes is going to make it. Damian Williams is not going to be as good unless Patrick Mahomes is there. You realize Andy Reid is probably one of the smartest coaches in football. That's why Patrick Mahomes is good because his coach is one right, of the but, smartest but, but, but in the, the NFL. But the thing is, the thing is, if Andy Reid felt like, hey, I could win with any Joe Schmo, why would he trade and invest that first round pick in Patty Mahomes? Because Patrick and then, Mahomes and, is better than and any that, average Schmo. And then. Trade Alex Smith away and keep Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. It's because he knows he's going to be the goat. No, because he, he knows, knows he's, he's going to be better than Alex Smith. You're not listening to me, Chris. He's better than Alex Smith, but he's not better than Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and the top tier of the NFL. He's just not. I just come back to me next well, season. But I, I promise uh, you, uh, eight uh, games into the next next year, I'm going to look at you and you're not even going to say a word. You're just going to laugh. You're just gonna. Laugh. I'm gonna laugh because Patty Mahomes Midway is through the killing season next this. Year, I'm just gonna look at you, and you're not. You're not even. No, gonna look, look. look at I'm not saying anymore. Mahomes is better than Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady right now. I never said that. I said he could be. That the is best. disrespectful. To to compare Zion Williamson to LeBron James is disrespectful. But people do it all the time. To, to take, that's fine. To take a player that has accomplished so little and that has his career has developed so little and compare him to a legend like Tom Brady, like LeBron James, that's wrong. It's disrespect. It's disrespect, it's disrespect to what they've gone through, to what they've persevered through. Mm. Patrick Mahomes hasn't even gone through his sophomore slump yet, and you're already talking about, oh my God, he's the best one ever. No, you have to see a player's career elevate and transform and adapt because defenses next year are going after Patrick Mahomes, and that's Good. what's happening. And you know what? He'll and have he's it. going to struggle just like every quarterback in this league has when people get tape on them. I'm not. I'm not. Defe- I'm not saying, oh my God, Mahomes. Mahomes is going to be off the charts, off this world for the rest of his career. I get it that there's going to be ups and downs just like any player. Tom Brady has ups and downs. Aaron Rodgers has up and downs. We saw this week Zeke has up and downs. Mahomes is going to have up and downs. But right now, from what I've seen from college, what I've seen so far in this season, it shows me that he is going to be a phenomenal quarterback to watch. And by the time he's done, I think we will throw his name in there with the Bradys, with the Rodgers. And guess what? This Sunday, when he beats Brady in Arrowhead... (sighs) It's gonna show. The Indianapolis it's Colts show. with a healthy Andrew Luck finished out the season ten and two this year, and that's all I got to say about the Luck and, 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 right. and Mahomes right. beat Luck. That's all I have to say. All right, how about this? Let's move to Chris's take. Great debate, though. All right. After struggling with Philip Rivers and a five and six playoff record, when do you think? Here's my state of take. I think within the next couple of years, maybe not this draft, but the next draft. It's time for the Chargers to build beyond their future past Phillip Rivers. And here's why. He's only 5-6 and six in his playoff games. He does not have a good – he does not beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. And you know what? The thing is, if you look at the quarterbacks that he got drafted with, Eli, two rings, Big Ben, two rings, he has none. He has no rings. And you know what? This was a perfect opportunity this Sunday, last Sunday, 
for him to shut the haters up, to beat the Patriots on the road where a lot of people thought they'd pull the upset, and they weren't able to do it. And it wasn't even a close game. The score looks a little close because I got some garbage time touchdowns at the end, but he did not show up, and he was just kicking and screaming and yelling. And you know what? If I'm the Chargers front office, I'm thinking to myself, as good as he's been for us in the regular season and statistically wise, he might not be the guy to take us to a Super Bowl. And I think it's you know a shitty situation to think about, but sometimes it's a question you have to ask because they had to answer the same question with Drew Brees when they let him go to the Saints, and he obviously went on to win a Super Bowl with them. I I would keep him, even though I'm labeled here as a uh, Philip Rivers hater here at the WHIP. I love Philip Rivers, but I just don't think he's a Hall of Famer. And it was displayed this weekend. He just doesn't deliver. So once again, he's not a Hall of Famer. But I don't know if they should start replacing him. He's a, he's obviously a really good mm-hmm. player. He's obviously maintained his performance. It's not like he's exactly dwindling. Like he's not an Eli, right? Like in, in Eli, he's not, he's not. His performance isn't going down. Yeah, you, you look at Eli and you say I'm replacing, but you look exactly. at guys like Tom, like Philip Rivers. You're saying this guy is yes. good enough to help me win and be a a contender in this league. I wouldn't replace Philip Rivers. Exactly, I wouldn't replace him, but I would start developing a a guy for the future. Maybe grab a guy in the draft. Why mm-hmm. not? Maybe invest yeah. a second round pick in one of these. Maybe a Drew Locke from uh, Missouri. Maybe that's a type of quarterback that the Chargers should go after. But I think they should go after Josh Rosen when the Cardinals draft Kyler Murray. Maybe uh, maybe they should trade a first-round pick for uh, a certain Eagles backup quarterback. Ooh, huh? maybe that. Maybe that leads us that. right to but your that, take. That, that yeah. leads us to my take, though. Okay. So my take is I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to get a first-round pick for Nick Foles, and this is why. Last year, the Buffalo Bills <laughs> offered a second-round pick for Nick Foles after winning a Super Bowl. Now – he almost, almost took this team to the NFC Championship. And I hate saying the word almost because essentially you didn't. But he he did. And teams are desperate for quarterbacks. And it only takes one stupid team to bet on a guy. And <laughs> It only takes I'm one t- stupid analyst to say this. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, they're going to get a first-round pick for him. I don't know how that's funny. They're going to get a first-round pick for him. And if they don't, that sucks. Then I look like a complete idiot. But I don't. I don't think so. You I think Jerry for for giving a first round. This is a quarterback. Cooper. Yeah, Amari Cooper, a wide receiver who didn't show up. Boy, he scored one touchdown for you guys. Congratulations! Well, Six he catches. Scored, he scored nice one shot. touchdown for us. Yeah, what, he scored what, what, a lot more than one touchdown. I believe. In the, in the, I'm talking about the playoff game. Oh, what in he the do? playoff he, game. He showed up small he against that a, crappy secondary. Come on. He had a touchdown. That's fine. He had one touchdown. Good job. What do you do after that? He was shut down. <laughs> Come on, dude. Stop. Come on. Now. I'm telling you, it's going to take one stupid team to do it. It might be the Jaguars. You never know. The Jaguars are a dumb organization. You know that. I don't know how you keep laughing about it, but whatever. It's going to happen. The Eagles are going to get maybe. All right, how about this? They'll definitely get a high round pick. Definitely at least a second. At least. Well, second's uh, more more realistic than but, a first. All right, but I'm, no, I'm saying they're going to get a first. You watch. They're going to get a all first. Right, all right. Move, I'm telling you. Move. All right, let's move let's on. Let's get to the serious let's, topic. All right, let's move on to a, a, different, a new segment also. What really grinds your gears? Grinds your gears. A little shout-out to Family Guy, a great show. A but great what show. really grinds your gears? Chris, go ahead. You know what really grinds my gears, John? <laughs> the New York Jets hiring Adam Gates. <laughs> As their head coach, that's my grind. My gear, that really, (laughs) that's really grinding my gear. And you know what? You guys can say you don't give a crap or whatever. Or John could say, "Oh, look, Peyton Manning said he was great for him when he was getting him hot dogs in in Denver." I don't like the hiring. I I think there were better options out of there. I I honestly, 
said originally, I kind of maybe rather have Todd Bowles than Adam Gates right now because I just know what's going to happen, and I am fearful. I am fearful that the Jets window they had for success with Sam Darnold. When? With when? When did the window open? Well, I'm saying this is their window. This is. This is their window. They have they they have a young quarterback. They have they have a, a, a young star on defense. I mean a lot. And they have, and they have a lot of and they have a lot of cap space. I'm afraid of everyone who had a young quarterback and a young star on defense was playoff ready. Yeah, We'd exactly. have a lot more. Well, in the I'm not saying than playoff ready, but I'm saying this right now. The foundation. This is one of the. This is the best. Jets you know who else has a young quarterback and a young star on defense? The Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts have that. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about now. No. Yeah, whatever. No. And, 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 anyway, oh, I am fearful that Adam Gates and Sam Darnold are not going to work together well, and 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 the Jets are going to waste their cap space, and, and they have this great quarterback, and Adam Gates is not going to get the job done. And and John knows I've been talking about this so much, and he said if if you're wrong. And and Adam Gates takes Sam Darnold to a Pro Bowl. You owe me fourteen dollars, John. I would love nothing more than to, than to than to give you fourteen dollars and to say on Twitter, "I am a big idiot. I was wrong. Adam Gates is the best Jets please, coach ever." Can you please tweet that when that happens? Yes, also? John. I will Excellent. do it. I will. I will pay his kids' college funds if that happens. If Adam Gates takes the Jets to the Super Bowl, I will be his best friend. I will apologize for everything, but I don't oh, think it's wow. gonna happen. Okay. All right. Drew, what really grinds your gears? You said you were motivated oh, for this topic. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> when I wake up in the morning and on Twitter, I spy a video of the New Orleans Saints players uh, singing to Meek Mill's Dreams and Nightmares wow, after beating the Philadelphia Eagles. I appreciate and so what that. really grinds my gears you took my pa- is, you took my- is that Philadelphia fans are responding and saying, why? Why are you? Why is there a rivalry? Why? Why are you so? Ha- why are you taunting us? Like, at, right? It's a one-sided thing. Like, we didn't do anything to the Saints, and then they ran up the score on us, and then they sang to our rap song. The Eagles fans have had to learn this throughout the season that when you're a Super Bowl champ, everybody wants to come for your throats. Dougie P. All year, we're the underdogs. We're this. We're that. Newsflash for Philadelphia: When you win the Super Bowl, teams are coming after your your neck. You're the number one target. So for teams to taunt you, run up the score on you, you know, sing to your rap song is all in good timing because that's how teams who beat defending Super Bowl champs act. And congratulations, Philadelphia. Next year, you get to go for the neck of one of the four teams that are left in the playoffs right now. But you are public enemy number one the year after you win a Super Bowl. And it really grinds my gears when the Philadelphia faithful act like, I, I don't know why everyone's going after Because you, when you win a professional sports champion championship, you are that league's number one target. Okay, good take. I like that. That's a very good uh, opinion. Hey, thanks, thanks, Dad. No, you're welcome. But I'm just saying. <laughs> that was probably no, the first time you've ever complimented Drew. No, I always compliment Drew. Drew's got great hair. What? But anyway, listen. <laughs> um, listen, I think for Drew's for Drew's opinion, I, I'm going to say people are upset the fact that they're just coming at our necks for no reason. I like you said that we're the Super Bowl champs, but that doesn't give them the fact that they should just play to our song and play with ski masks, run up the score. I understand we're the, we're the Super Bowl champs, but I think there was a jealousy factor. I think there was a thing where. They thought they should have been the Super Bowl champions last year, but because they weren't. They, but they Vikings weren't though. If that Vikings play happened, they believe they could have I, smashed exactly. the Eagles but that, in the NFC But we all know that wouldn't have happened. We know that because one, the game was played in Philadelphia. The game was. Know. There's no way because listen, then you would have know. beaten the Vikings. Then I don't know. Then you would have beaten the Vikings. How come they lost to the Vikings? I don't know. Man. They had 25 seconds 
right? They kicked the field goal, the game, the game-winning field goal for the Saints. They kicked the game-winning field goal in quotes with 25 seconds left. Hey, they started celebrating on the sidelines. Those punks. They then finished the game. That's why they lost because they thought they had won it with 25 seconds left on the clock. That's why Cow or Eagles fans are like, "What the hell, dude? You guys lost to the Vikings. If anything, you should be pissed at the Vikings, not the Philadelphia Eagles." We had nothing to do with your downfall. It's a downfall. championship team. When okay, the Warriors get with, well, the first team to beat the Warriors is going to just like the LeBron and the Cavs taunted the Warriors when they beat them. If you beat the dynasty team, if you beat the team that's on top, you will you will have an extra pizzazz to that win. That is an extra to to claim the head of the top hunter in the pack. That is a a great achievement, and I don't think that. Philadelphia fans understand that, mm. and so me, even as someone who hasn't been through a Super Bowl for my own team, mm-hmm. I have to teach that to Philadelphia fans. That is don't hilarious. Get you it. don't have to teach us anything. You, you Cowboys fan, don't have to. Doesn't have, I have to, teach to teach us you quite anything. a bit, John. John, three I, playoff wins in twenty five years. You quite oh no 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 no. Stop. All right, we're done. My what really grinds my gears is the Philadelphia Eagles fans and fans like Drew, who is a closet Eagles fan. uh Blaming Alshon Jeffrey for the game being lost. Yes, essentially he made the play. I don't blame him. I don't no? blame him. Okay, good. See, All right, good. Blame All right, but hold on. All right, but hold on. Offense. Hold on. But there are, but there are a lot of people on Twitter blaming Alshon Jeffrey for the loss. But guess what? If anyone deserves to throw the game away, it is Alshon Jeffrey. That man mm-hmm. has done so much good for this city within within two seasons. Won us the Super Bowl the first year he got here. Played unbelievably well in the postseason with a torn rotator cuff. That doesn't even – how about the stuff that he does off the field? That guy, he does not say no to take a picture or to sign an autograph. I've seen it firsthand. And he builds playgrounds. He helped Connor Barwin with his playground project. He just does so much for the community, and he's a good person. He doesn't bitch about not getting the ball when the team wins. He's a team guy. So if anybody deserves to make a mistake – once in a while, it is Alshon Jeffrey. So I'm pissed at all these Eagles fans saying, you know what, Alshon Jeffrey lost us the game. But guess what? There were so many more opportunities where the Philadelphia Eagles could have beaten the New Orleans Saints. But we can't focus on one play. One play doesn't define a player or his career. And Alshon Jeffrey is going to be so much better for this, and I can't wait for him to shut up everybody next season. Fair. All right, all right. And, and that will do it for our first show of the new year, guys. It was great to be back with you. Next week, back on Monday, talking about some Super Bowl stuff, maybe some free agent baseball. It's going to be a good week ahead of us, boys.